Hi, everybody. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Lady V. Uh, on this week's episode, I am joined by Raz. Raz is a photographer who specializes specializes, excuse me, in boudoir photos. Hi, Raz. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lady V. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So, why don't you uh, tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself? Okay, so as you mentioned, I am a photographer. I uh, oh. do some video as well. Um, it became a hobby for me maybe 15 years ago. And actually, it started out sort of as like a creative therapy. And then as I got more into it and more interested in it, it sort of blossomed out into, uh, you know, fashion and models. But my niche as I evolved became, you know, more erotic boudoir, lingerie, uh, 50 shades, and yes, even adult. Um, because the the female form is beautiful, it's amazing, it's sensual, it's irresistible, and I love everything visually about it. And, you know, whether it's sort of an avant-garde thing or an erotic thing or even an adult thing, it's just something I always loved. Oh, wow. That sounds really good. I like the way you said that. But men are visual creatures anyway. (laughs) This is true. So, so you've been doing this for like about 15 years. So like you said, it was kind of therapy. What do you mean by that? So I was going through some things in my personal life. Um, and you know, you you know, you either, you find different kinds of escape. Some people drink, some people smoke, some people take meds. Uh, for me, it was music. And then because I had a communications degree, Visually, I just sort of liked doing things, whether it's video or photos or, or film. And photography just just grabbed onto me and just capturing those still moments really just grabbed my eye. Um, and so, you know, I would just start doing with landscapes and parks and stuff like that. And then I started with people. And then just because, well, I am a Scorpio, so we all know what that means. You're nasty. Towards, you know, the sensual and the beautiful female form and relationships and that kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So you do adult. So is adult like porn? <laughs> uh well. Yes. So there's an interesting history on that. Oh, oh I want to hear it. I do want to hear this. So I want to hear Let me just sit back. So go ahead. That was just story. Go ahead. <laughs> you got your wine. You're just all relaxed and ready to go with this. <laughs> yes. Go um, for it. I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always been like, even when I was young and uh, that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I always loved adult stuff, you know, porn and going back to Vanessa Del Rio and and all those days and everything else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was just a part of me that's sort of exhibitionist voyeuristic. And I said, you know what? I I would love to sort of to do this, 
you know, I would love to see how to get into it. Um, but of course, you know, I'm not, you know, uh, one of the, you know, big buff kind of great looking, you know, the porn stars that they have. And so <laughs> I was looking on Craigslist. Um, this is a long time ago, about the same time as doing photography too, by the way. And okay. uh, there was an ad looking for male talent okay. and I answered it. And the guy called me up and explained to me, you know, what the basic setup is. And I want you to do a scene with a model and we'll see how it goes. And then we'll go from there. So I showed up and the model's name was Magic. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was at a in hotel room and I just really just felt natural to me you know, performing, um, even with lights on and on the camera was just sort of in a way, sort of a turn on, uh, okay. for me. And so the producer really liked what I had done. Okay. And so he called me back for a bunch of other shoots. So my porn name is D Raz, by the way, D R A Z Z, but that sort of retired, but anyway, um and okay, so wait, let me stop you right there because remember the last time I was talking to you, I was like, that's Dr. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, I just had to say that. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> that's what it spells. And as is our nice, and we know what the D stands for. So anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> so they, they called me back and so the basic setup for this particular site was interracial gangbang um, oh, wow. so, yeah so basically the setup pretty much was a mo one model typically European but sometimes Latina and every once in a while a sister uh okay. and basically two to three uh brothers it would be two oh. to three of them and um it is more considered what they called gonzo so you basically with gonzo you set up the camera and you just get what you get there's no okay. bunch of angles and all that kind of thing you just let the camera roll and it does what it does uh -huh. and uh it, there was a pretty good niche for it at the time and uh it was a lot of fun um and as that had happened because i had photography and video experience um i would answer some ads um on various websites and they would hire me as a cameraman so i started getting um experience behind the camera doing video and, and even with the site that i was talent for every once in a while he would say here Raz, take the camera and, you know, do the video of this scene and, and, and do that. So I started getting experience on, on both sides um, of the camera and understanding angles and, and doing various things. Now, um, you know, even to date, I, I get hired um, by a guy that I've known for a while. And the studio is called uh, Hot 100 Rocks. And um, he hires models for a good amount. And I shoot photos and shoot video for that. And that happens maybe, you know, once a month and once every other month. It's still sort of, you know, supplemental income, so to speak. But I still love it. It's still a lot of fun. And um, 
that's, you know, sort of how I got into it. And to this date, now I'm starting to, uh, I've started to create my own site, just getting started with it actually recently, um, creating, uh, you know, porn content for it. And also still have a love for the Fifty Shades and Bondage. And, and I, I've shot um, in a couple dungeons, which is very, oh, wow. very cool and interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's hot. Uh, but I do have to, you know, say that um, people sort of get a misconception about the dungeon and, and, and BDSM versus bondage, because when you think of BDSM, BDSM really is pain. That, that's what BDSM is about, pain, restraint, um, control. Bondage is the same way, but it's more erotic. Okay. Um, it, 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 there's not, you know, you can... Yeah, well, you absolutely you have to have safe words, period, in anything, because when you restrain your partner, things could happen. They could panic. Uh, The restraints could be too tight. Um, You could be going a little too far with a whip or or however it could hurt too much. So you always you're right. You always have to have a safe word uh, to be respectful because it is about trust it's it's about control but it's also about trust so that you you know surrender control to your partner but the trust is there knowing that you know even though you're submitting to them you know there is a point to which you know they'll make sure that you're not i'm not going to say permanently injured or, or severely hurt you know you work within the boundaries of uh of what your pleasure is because there is a very fine line between pleasure and pain this is um, true yeah yeah wow wow yeah so most of the, <laughs> the, the, the my whole head is spinning my head is spinning so most of your, everybody is like consenting like and like you said we have safe words do people get tested because you're not using you don't use protection or do you guys use protection so typically um in the the porn setup yeah you get tested and um and that's especially true for if you're doing unprotected which i rarely did back in the day most of it was safe sex Mm -hmm. so you know there are setups where you know you want to be tested but there are setups where you don't necessarily have to have that if say you're using a vibrator um maybe doing a, a hand job or you know uh something that doesn't doesn't um use like exchange of bodily fluids then you know that's not an absolute necessity but you know you it's written down in your release and your contract to let the person know that this is what's going on but typically yes you are tested that is what you need to do in in, in most of the videos and you know there there is no uh leeway as far as like if you're doing unprotected or something like that you really need to to, to be tested um you know there are situations where if you have a married couple and their okay. fantasy is to do a video. Okay, well, you know, no need there. You know, they're they're together. They know what's up. So there are situations where, you know, there are exceptions, but the vast majority of the time, really, yes, there is testing. So, okay, so you brought up married couples. Do you get a lot of married couples? So interestingly enough, uh, when I was doing the interracial um, uh, videos, a lot of times, videos? I would say, what's that? The main mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes, 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 yes. I have not had a white woman until now. <laughs> Soul Man. That was in Soul Man, as I remember that movie, right? Oh, um, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in the in, in these videos, a lot of times, I would say eighty percent of the time. Believe it or not, and this is unusual, a lot of the models, this was their fantasy. And they would typically bring either their boyfriend okay. or their husband. And and to be honest, a lot of them were sort of in the lifestyle, like swingers. Okay, yeah. Um, but, but this was a fantasy of theirs. And they, they loved it. You know, um, it gave them motivation. It was something that they had always thought about doing. It sort of spiced up their sex life, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, they were fine with it. Um, so, you know, we had the situations where we had the people that had the fantasies. And obviously all the models were paid. So you'd have a few that, you know, that was their motion to be paid. And that's what they wanted to do. Um, you know, you'd every once in a while get a couple who had, you know, done a bunch of videos before. Uh, but typically in this niche, it was they had this fantasy about you being with two and three black men. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. So the, the married couples are both uh, adult film stars. Would that be right? They're both? Um, no. Or, so typically, well, well, you know, I, I'd say most of the time they're regular people. Okay. Um, a, a, a vast amount of them, I would say, were very open-minded. So obviously, you know, it was something that they, having multiple partners was not new to them. Right. Um, so, but typically it's the woman who would be in the video. And, oh. you know, rare, you know, as far as talking to the, the husbands or the boyfriends, they didn't really seem to do that much. In fact, they sort of were very much turned on by watching their wives or girlfriends doing this. Um, you know, you had a few that were like indifferent to it or, you know, would sit outside in their cars and wait. Um, but typically they were they were very engaged. In fact, oh, my goodness. One of the best stories that I have is um, we had this uh, mature club couple come in and, um, you know, the the woman was blonde, mature, nice body. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, probably my nerdiness or whatever you want to call it, she just really just honed in on me. And, you know, so we had a lot of good interactions. But the husband was absolutely into it to the point where he was like a cheerleader. Yeah, go get him, babe. Get him, babe. Yeah, grab him harder. Yeah, do her harder. Oh, and it was to the point where at a couple points we just couldn't stop laughing. And she would go, oh, shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. And it was, <laughs> it was amazing. It was so much fun. And, and I have to say that, you know, I don't know what it's like in a lot of the higher end um, shoots and, you know, the brazers or, you know, on that level, but we forged a lot of friendships. So mm -hmm. when they would come in, you know, we would sit down and talk or maybe have a drink or talk about, you know, lives and what's happening 
and just to get to know the people. And we found that, you know, there was a lot in common sometimes and, you know, they're very outgoing and funny and you develop a rapport uh, before you right. even shoot. And that helps make things more comfortable for, you know, the actress. Oh, okay. So that was actually my next question. Like, how do you go into that? Like, do you just go in cold, but do you usually sit around and talk with a lot or, I mean, does that happen a lot or does that not, does that not typical? Um, so yeah, so typically, um, and this happens with stuff that I even have shot now. Um, you know, you sit down, you talk a little bit, uh, you would do photos okay and doing mm -hmm. photos and images for whatever reason warms up um the talent and so we would shoot some stills and then you know soon after that you know get into you know kissing hugging and then you know fucking oral or whatever you want to whatever you wanted to do um so there was sort of a warm-up process uh, but what you find is, is that, you know, with the higher end actresses, they're pretty much ready to go. You know, you really want to have a little bit of um, a little bit of a warm up and talk a little bit and do that kind of thing before you get into it. But typically the, the, the higher end actresses who are attached to agencies or command a decent amount of, of money for uh, a video are pretty much prepared and they mm -hmm. just and typically just love sex too as well. So that's always a, a big plus. Um, for some of the amateurs, yeah, it takes a little longer. You talk and, you know, work them into it. Uh, but yes, there is sort of, in either situation, there's a warm up period, but typically on the higher end, it's much less. Okay. So this brings me to like, so like you said, drink. So drinking or maybe like smoking weed or doing mm -hmm. like, uh, what cocaine or something like that to get people in the mood or whatever is that also in there yeah but you know to be honest not as much as you think um okay. back further in the day you know we'd have some drinks i gotta be honest i rarely um on both sides of the camera had any actress or female talent smoke weed now maybe they did it before they came in um, okay. uh, or after, but typically when they come in, no. And, and definitely with what I've been shooting recently, no, they, they go straight into it. There's there, and in fact, uh, rarely a drink, you know, it's like, it's almost like the higher end. They, they seem to have, uh, uh, a more, I'm not going to say professional, um, attitude toward it towards it so that when they get on set they're ready to go i mean you always offer but but i found um at least with what i shot uh, on the higher end they typically just go straight into it like you said so they just enjoy having sex so they're just ready for it yeah whatever, yeah yep very much so oh, yeah oh that's that's pretty interesting about that so um wow <laughs> uh -huh. you were ready for that were you <laughs> so I was not ready for prime time. Oh yeah. So where do you typically find models? So you said you're going to do your own website. So you're oh, it's already it's already yeah, it's already up. Um, but and I've just started putting content on there, and there's you know some uh, uh there's like 
uh, blowjob, handjob, fetish. You know, it's like I have one great one that has like a model in a shower and she's putting paint on herself. And it's really awesome. Oh, okay. Um, and That's soon I'll be putting up some full scenes uh, for that. So you typically find models. It used to be you could find models on Craigslist. You can't do that anymore. And there was a site way back in the day called Model Mayhem, but they clamped down on that. So you, you know, don't directly find um, uh, talent on there. Um, you, there is a site called Sexy Jobs um, that yeah. you can find talent. And then also one of my favorite sites is FetLife, uh, which is sort of a um, kink Facebook. And they have all, they cater to all kinds of stuff on there. And you can find, you know, models on there or people who are interested in it on there. And then there's also, if you, you know, um, look up stuff on the internet, you can find adult modeling agencies. And, you know, those are ones where, you know, you get an agent and, you know, they sign you to typically like a high-end modeling agency. They'll, they'll sign you and they'll find gigs for you. And, um, you know, you can, you know, they may, contacts that they have, they may reach out to you, say, I have this model, you know, she's available to shoot such and such. Uh, so that's typically how you find uh, your talent. Um, you know, obviously with the, with the higher end, people already are very aware of who the people are and what they are, but they're, most of them are represented. And if they're represented by their owns, then they, you know, know, you know who to reach out to, to get the uh, higher end gigs. How about that? Yep. And how much does, how much do people make? Like, I, like you said, like mid-level or however you do. Um, it's a wide range of pay. Um, you could start with the, you know, an average shoot of, you know, 150 for some basic fetish or maybe an H day or something. But if you're more well known or you're, you know, very attractive and very in demand, you could start mm -hmm. 300 to 600. Um, the person that I shoot for that does full scenes, I know that it's typically over a thousand for a scene oh, wow. and then when you get up oh. to the hopper tiers i don't even know how much they make but you know you're talking who knows uh you know anywhere from the upper you know four to five who knows figures and you're going way up after that i mean top of the line they make they make a decent amount of money so but typically in my lane and where i am it's anywhere from 150 to you know um a thousand but when you get up into that upper tier uh, anywhere from like 500 above, those are people who have done videos before. It, it, it's something that they're somewhat known for. So it, it's very hard for a first timer to jump into it at that amount. But then again, you know, if you're doing, say, you have a private video that you're doing for a client, you could make that and more depending upon who the person is. Um, so there's a, there's a right. wide range of pay for that mm -hmm. and how long do these uh uh do the uh <clears throat> models or the actors how long do they last in the industry oh what's their long yeah uh, I, I that's that's a great question lady b i i i wish i could i wish i could give you a an answer on that i mean because you know some models might last five to ten years uh but some of there's ones that you know, we'll do this up until, 
you know, they're 50 because they just are so good at it and they're so good looking. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't really have, you know, an average lifespan like a basketball player or, you know, a hockey player. I couldn't yeah. really tell you that because, you know, there's a lot of things that happen depending upon what kind of videos they're in and what they're doing. Like if they get into something that's more extreme, you know, it has a way of messing with your psyche. And, and, and a lot of those models will typically quit very, very, very soon into it. And then there are others mm -hmm. who, you know, they just love everything and anything. And they can be in there from 10 to 20 years, depending upon what they do. And then there's others that evolve and they, you know, get behind the camera or start producing and managing websites so they get the real money because that's where the real money is. The, the producers, the people who distribute it, um, they're the ones that really make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So you really, wow. Mm -hmm. It's that's something because I I know there's probably lots of people out there thinking, oh, they could be porn, yeah. they could do porn or be an adult star, but yeah. And that's what I was wondering. I figured I might as well put it out there if they're listening. Yeah, I hear you. So, so $150. Uh, so you could start at $150. <laughs> well, some may. For his job. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> you know, uh, there's a range. Some might do it for less. Some might do it for more. Now, one thing I have to say is, you know, there's this um, thing out there about like auditions and, and, and things of this sort. And I'm sort of. Uh, a little bit on the fence where, you know, uh, I, you know, there's uh, a lot of the industry that says, well, you don't, you know, a real agency is not going to have you do an audition and, you know, you just mm -hmm. are going to get hired and just going to do this. And that's fine. That's okay for, for them to say that. And then there's a lot of shysters out there that say, oh, you have to audition because I need to find out blah, 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 blah. And really they're just, you know, jacking off, so to speak. Um, but you know, if you're going to, you know, pay somebody and, and get them to perform, you sort of do want to know, you know, whether they can perform under pressure. And what I'm saying by that is it's one thing to be with a significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend and just do it and enjoy it and love it. And in the privacy right. of your bedroom or in hotel, whatever you're doing, but it's a whole other level when the lights come on and, you know, even if the, you know, there's more, there's one or two or three other people hanging around, you would be surprised at how many people say, oh, I, I can, I'm the best at sex. I can do this. I can da da da. And then when it, the lights come on, it's just, they're a different person, you know? Um, stage fright. Yeah. Yeah. Stage fright or they freeze and, and that kind of thing. So that, that stuff does happen. Um, but, you know, typically, you know, you do take a chance and what happens is a producer or a person who's actually doing the video, they'll typically call the talent, talk to them, sort of get a feel for them. You know, they might. So like a, a good indication typically is, you know, they send pictures that are pretty recent and pretty racy and you're talking to them and they're just going and talking and, 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 and things of that sort. So. Sometimes those are good indications mm -hmm. that the person probably, you know, would be good. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, I, you know, uh, would say that if you're unsure about somebody, you want to do a paid audition, that's fine to make them understand what they're signing up for and doing. I'd say that's OK. But, you know, 
Um, there are a lot of shady dudes out there that were just pretty much, oh yeah, it's an audition and then, you know, you never see the light of day of, of the video or anything, you never hear from them again, you know? It's almost like a, uh, right. uh, a, a, a fraud, so to speak. Um, and, and, right, right. Yep. And, and to the other point is that I've actually had, mm -hmm. I, I, there are models that require deposits. And I've had a couple of situations where I sent a deposit and it was a con artist. And even though I talked to the actress on the phone, they never call back, you know? Oh, yeah. Wow. So I've gotten screwed that. a couple of times on that. <laughs> and then, so that sort of makes things sometimes interesting where, you know, I talk to a model and yeah, I need a deposit, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm really leery on that because I've gotten, you know, um, con before. Well, I'm not like that. What makes you think I'm like that? Well, I've heard that before. But it's okay to right. it's okay to you know ask for a deposit certainly, um, and then you know you just try to vet out whether they're for real or not, and you know you go from there. And sometimes that's why an agency is good because you know they may have a reputation, you know they're reliable and that kind of thing. So there's all kinds of shadiness that does happen from you know actresses, from producers, from you know uh, people who say they're a company and they're nothing. Um, it, it, it's it, it's an interesting interesting industry for sure. There's no way to like verify, like you know how like reg, uh, regular actors have like that screen actor guild lookup thing. Uh, I mean, that? you know, you could you know Google the Google or you know, there's like a I think an uh, adult actor uh actress database and you can look up and see if they've had stuff or whatever i guess you could do that or you would have to call some companies or people you know and say have you heard of this person have you worked with them there's ways to do that but when you're just starting out sometimes and you know you're on the level sort of of me that it, it, you know doesn't have as many connections as the big boys do sometimes you know you're like okay we'll, we'll see what happens but I, i've had my lesson learned and so mm -hmm. you know i'm much more cautious about that kind of stuff um, yeah. yeah. Kind of go with your gut. A, a little bit, a little bit, okay. a little bit. And then it does help when, you know, they have done other stuff that you can reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what's your favorite thing to do? <sighs> <laughs> uh, so I'll, there's a lot of things I love to do. I love oral on a woman. I love tasting a woman. I absolutely love it. Um, I also, um, I, I mean, okay, you know, why are you going to put me on the spot like this? Uh, you know, all right, well, never mind then. Yeah, That's I know, good. but fucking is wonderful. <laughs> fucking is wonderful. Um, you know, there's so many damn positions. Oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> but one thing that is sort of, um, is sort of a, a thing of mine that I haven't really done it on camera is, you know, handcuffs and blindfolding uh, a woman. I love that. Um, and But you haven't done it on no, camera? No, I have not yet. I have not. Nope. Nope. Because like in when I was doing the other stuff, it was, you know, they set up the scenario. And um, so, yeah, oh. yeah. So I haven't really had the, the um, uh, chance to do that on on video or in a shoot that would be i'll have to say that's that's a fantasy of mine to do uh, now i've done stuff like that off camera but not on camera but you were asking what i like to do so i just told you oh my 
gosh. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. That's all right. All right. Oh, wow. We went over oh, our really? time. So I, um, yes, I told you it's going to go quick. Did I tell you? I told you what. <laughs> but I'm really so happy that you came on. Uh, I think I've got an education. I think our listeners did too. Um, so before you go, uh, let me say, would you give a piece of advice uh, and a, to anybody that was thinking of doing something like this or even a married couple that would be thinking of doing something well like I, this. I think you have to reach out to the company that or the people that are actually going to be doing the um, uh, you know doing the production to find out whether you're comfortable with them or not um, one thing that I've noticed in general is that you know when you talk to somebody and then you know you say I want to do a video and then you say can I bring someone and they say no nine times out of 10, that's sort of a red flag. Um, because, you know, if you're on the level on the up and up, it shouldn't matter who you bring. I mean, it's understandable if some people feel that they sometimes have jealous boyfriends, or jealous husbands, but if you're in this industry and doing it, typically that's not an issue. So I would say, you know, asking the person, can I bring someone, even if you don't, is a great question to sort of get an idea of what the person is like and what the company is. Um, so even if they say, I can't have them directly in the room, but they can hang out, you know, right outside the studio or right there, that's still an indication that, you know, um, they're sort of on the level. And, and so that's one of the biggest uh, pieces of advice I can give to an actress. Um, you know, I really think that, you know, unless you're super confident and you know who the people are, Going alone is not really a great idea, but a, a lot of times, you know, sometimes you can't avoid it. But asking that question to me uh, is a good, how should I say, um, filter as to, you know, who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Safety first, always. I believe that. Yep. Okay, that's good. All right. So tell us, do you have any social medias that you would like to get sure. out there? So my, I have many vids. It's called Women of Raz, W-M-E-N-O-F-R-A-Z-Z. -Z. Uh, there is also an Instagram um, with that uh, that will has a link on there that sends it to, to you. Uh, the other um, site that I shoot a lot of stuff for and I'll give a shout out to is uh, Hot 100 Rocks. Uh, that's also on many vids. Um, and we've done a lot of um, good, good, good quality uh, porn on, on, on that side. So you, you should definitely check that out. Um, I am on FetLife uh, as Black Raz. Um, and, and you'll find um, some of my fetish photography on there. Um, and also links to some of uh, other websites. Uh, and other than that, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So as far as now, there's that side of me. But, you know, a, a big side of me is, is I do regular fashion and do regular avant-garde and do, you know, regular photos and events and stuff like that. So my vanilla Instagram is D-R-A-Z-Z -Z photo video. That is my vanilla Instagram. So and, you know, I'm available for paid shoots, uh, events. Uh, all types of stuff. So, you know, there's m many, many layers to me, so to speak. 
right, right. Oh, I should put up on my um, Instagram the video, uh, the pictures that you took of me, your vanilla pictures that you took of me. Yeah. So are you ready for the next level, Lady uh, B? Mm-hmm. No, just stop, just stop. Are you, are you? <laughs> no. I would split that one past you, but it didn't work. Okay. No, no, good try. You tried it. You tried it. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. I really did. It was this is very eye-opening. I hope the listeners found it to be interesting as well. Um, thank you so much for everybody for tuning in. We will be back next Sunday with another episode. All right. Say bye, Ryan. Bye. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much. Take care now. Bye bye.